When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Hey, real like quick, though, before we regular, get back. Little guys. This is still around sports, but have y'all noticed the press conferences it, 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 at the postgame, that the Gatorade matched the team color? Have mm-hmm. you ever noticed that? No, it's a great plug for Gatorade, though. I'm, I'm not plugging them. I just, every time I look up, it's red for the Chiefs. It was orange for Cincinnati. You know, it's like, oh, okay, interesting. Huh. That's interesting. That's a great, that's, that should be one of your key observations. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a key observation a key he observation. just made. Yes. So, guys, you, you know what else is an observation, Max? What's that? You're ready to talk sports. Yeah, I'm ready to talk sports. <laughs> Camaraderie, jokes, and good times. Sports. Hey, uh, is there an officiating oh, yeah. problem in, in the NFL and the NBA like do we actually have an officiating problem, or do we just have high-def cameras everywhere and everyone's an expert now because of the internet, basically, right? Like, and ESPN. Do, do, is there an officiating problem? I want to talk about both sports, right? When you say sports in America nowadays, the national sports are the NFL and the NBA. Those are the two national sports everyone follows. Does the NFL have an actual officiating problem? Or are we know. just too hard on the refs, Key? I don't know if they do. I, I think... Like you said, a lot of angles, a lot of cameras, a lot of zoom in, zoom outs. Uh, you know, they got cameras on the ground, underneath, on top. And so in real time, things look way different in real time than they do when we zoom things and we slow it down and we turn it a certain way. Then you get if, if you were officiating an entire game like that, the game would never end. So in real time, things happen so fast. So you don't really, what? as a referee – they don't really have an opportunity to really dissect it like that. They see it, it flashes, and they make a judgment call at that point in time. So I don't, I don't think that there's a problem at all. I think it's pretty much done the same way. You've always had egregious calls, and you always had calls that was uh, missed because they may have taken their eyes off of what they should be looking at and looked at somebody else. You know, you go, we go back to several years ago in the New Orleans Saints game against the Rams. Oh. It was blatant to all of our eyes. It was like, is this referee taking a shave? Ain't that you calling on, on, on betting shave or something yeah, yeah, like that? Could, yeah. Yeah, is he yeah, doing something? Works. I think I'm just, I don't know, gambling but like wait, that. But wait, Key, but Jay, hold on. Yeah, with, sure. Key, you said something to me yesterday that I thought was really interesting about full-time officials, well, like the standard that you hold people to. I was going to get there. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, was ahead, about, get there. I was about I know, to say. We're off by 10 a.m., so we got to get to it. <laughs> I was going to say, when you look at the New Orleans Rams game, that official is, was probably not really 100% paying attention to that egregious hit. He's looking at the flight of the ball, taking his eyes, looking somewhere else, and then it happens, so he screws it completely up. This is the reason they need full-time trained officials with no other jobs at all, but the National Football Can I ask League. Can you a question? And I'll get into the NBA in a second. How the hell is that not a real thing? I don't. How can NFL refs, the, the, the largest grossing sport 
out of all sports right now currently in America, how could they not have full-time refs where their jobs are just to focus on refereeing games? That's it. Nothing know. else. I don't know. They should they should have a tra- they should have a spring camp, a <laughs> mini camp. Yeah, they, they should have, have all the, the same, camps, the same everything. And they go to camps to practice, but I'm talking about a, they should have all however many officials put into one place at an extended period of time. Yeah. And just train just and that's work. it. Nothing else to work worry about. Work on communication, that's work it. on your relationship so, with the league, so all that. I just want to be clear. So Key, you're saying that there's not a problem with officiating. The fact the is same. that we have technology that shows every little mistake that could be made, but also that you have a separate standard for a league that on the one hand is, let's be honest, too cheap to pay the officials. It's what, seven refs per NFL game? So 16 games a week, give or take 15 because of buys and stuff. But they didn't want to. I don't, know, I don't know if it's the cheapness or. And pay a uh, full wage. It feels like cheapness. I don't like know if it's cheapness cheap. or. It's the way it's always been done. Oh, so like you yeah. got to wake up, right? Think and about sometimes it. that can so happen. You got to wake things, up. Yep. Some things with the National Football League has been done a certain way for such a long time. They yeah, can't. This is always a low budget that we allocate for this, and that's just the way. We it haven't is. changed it until they continue to have an uproar and things continue to look out of place before they revisit it again. But key, I is your why point that w- you get what you pay for, in other words, that like you have a, a, a separate standard because they don't employ them full time? Is that the point? It, they should they should employ them full time, Max. They absolutely should, and I'm willing to give these refs in sports a benefit of the doubt because again, in real time, things look different than it is when we slow it down and we watch it in on those high def 200 inch TVs. You got, I mean, it's just it's a totally different situation. And you go to the LeBron James deal, right, Jay? I asked you yesterday, mm-hmm. and you're a basketball guy. I said to you, I said. Well, could it be such that the ref was looking at the French roll <laughs> off the backboard and he wasn't looking at the the the, the hand of Tatum and the, the, the arm of LeBron James, even though it was in the same direction? You know how it is. You can focus in on somebody, but you're not looking at them. You're looking past them. Yeah, but I mean, and you can see the play on E2 right now. Um, but the, you're supposed to focus on the body aspect of the player if you're a referee, especially if you're in the baseline. You're not referees shouldn't get caught staring at the ball. The only time you pay attention to the ball is after it's left the offensive player's hands to see if it if it got blocked off the glass or if that's goaltending or to that degree. So in football, right? For instance, you the, the referee's eyes on the sideline, the ball is thrown, and the guy is tightrope in the sideline. Yep. That ref eyes goes down, down to, to the, the guy. feet yep. and not looking to see if he's bobbling mm-hmm. the ball. If you ever notice, Pat, this is why they always go back to whether or not he had control of the football because that ref eyes go right to the feet. Yeah. I, I, I do want to bring up something that bothered me yesterday and this happened in the NBA, and I, I could not disagree more with this. C.J. McCollum... Uh, who plays for the New Orleans Pelicans, and other NBA players have came out and said, you know, they don't believe that refereeing in the league has been good. It's been an ongoing issue. So they want refs to be fined if they make mistakes. And I could not disagree more with this. It it puts extra pressure on refs to make plays (laughs) when it matters the most. And let's just be honest about it. I don't think people know this, right? So if you're an entry-level ref in the NBA – Probably making two fifty. If you're a season ref, you're probably making about five hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? And you can make it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of money. I think right? I'd be a ref. Hey, 
But at the end of the day, if you're going to find refs, it's going to make them more nervous down the stretch. They're giving up their chips. Exactly. To, to make calls. So they're probably going to be way more reluctant to make the calls because they want to get the calls right. So, like, why wouldn't you just go back to review plays in the monitor? Slow like it down, it, all right? Yeah, if you want to, it's going to create more stoppage time. But if people are complaining about getting the calls right, go review monitor you, plays. Like, give give coaches extra challenge flags to use throughout the course of a regular NBA game. But you, as an ex-NBA player, though, do you mind stoppage time? Because in football, I don't care. Whatever. Just get it right. I, I don't care if you get the call right. Yeah. Like, if I'm LeBron James, you want to add on the extra. It's not going to take you 10 minutes to see that that was a foul. Yeah, a lot of it's the speed. I mean, uh, they had, there's the technology to get a call better than the Man, original it, call. It, sometimes it took, in the NFL, it used to take them dudes eight Ridiculous. hours to come from under the hood. And on my couch, I could see within five seconds. That's yeah, my thing, Max. Yeah, no, you're right. Jay, the other thing about I like C.J. McCollum, smart guy, but that's a terrible idea to find. You don't get... Your performance on the job, you don't get docked pay as though you've done something wrong for missing a call. Like a a baseball player, basketball player, football player doesn't get less money because they strike out at that moment. They don't get take dig into your pockets to find you as though you did something wrong. Basketball, Jay, do they? And I don't know this. That's what I'm asking you. Do they reward the referees? that do a good job through the course of the season for the to the postseason? Yeah, they end up getting playoff games. So they get playoff games. Playoff games. So do they do they not find them? Do they dock them something? Well, if you, they, you don't make the same level of pay if your performance isn't at a certain threshold to do postseason work. What I frankly think the NBA should do, I think the NFL should do this too. Mm-hmm. You should create public records of what referees get what calls right compared to what they get wrong and let it be tracked. Like, they already have records of it anyway. Yeah, we don't want that in the public. Why not? They already have it anyway, so this way you people, know. Because people out here in this world that we live in don't want that. Come on, man. It's like every time I see Scott Foster, and I like Scott Foster, but every time I see him do a CP3 game, I'm like, oh, man. Because I know what that record is. Like, but so that, is that it, more him reffing CP3? Is that just a luck to draw? But draw, wouldn't you? But wouldn't, if, if your team is getting to a Super Bowl uh-huh. or if your team is getting to – the Eastern Conference Finals uh-huh. in the NBA. Yes. Wouldn't you like to see the track record of well, that we, referee we throughout the course of that season to we say, do. you know what, that guy. No, I, we do, though, Jay. The, our, uh, good coaches. I don't know about all coaches. All the coaches that I've had, uh-huh. which were the good coaches, they let us know the officiating crew and what the officiating crew does. And he's get such and such has a lot of holdings. He's going to call this. This crew on the push, Keyshawn. Don't push the guy. Don't push the guy. So, so yeah, you, you know, the keep same your thing hands too. tight because they've got X amount of pass interference on the offensive side. If you reach block, make sure you reach block in this way. Don't twist the guy because they looking for this. If you uh, knock down the quarterback, help him up because they don't like when you don't help the quarterback. So you get it's all like Tony that. Brothers, like yeah, don't yeah, yell at Tony Brothers. Whole, exactly. He's more apt to give you a tech exactly. than other guys. Or yeah. hey. Such and such likes you a lot, man. He's but, got your back. But wouldn't that be nice for the if the public just had a record I don't like of how public. many calls you got right as opposed to how many calls you got wrong, especially uh, in the two-minute report in basketball. That's a big thing, no, man. No, I know, but I don't need That's the a, public. Why not? I just don't. I why don't. not? They're part of the game. Yeah. I think it's an interesting point. By the way, Max, by the way, Max. The, the referee Twitter association came out after LeBron lambasted them on Twitter and apologized yep, as they about missing the call. Yep. So they're already catering to the public anyway. Hey guys, you might as well let the public have an insight into before it. Before we wrap this up, does yes or no, key, up, does the ref does the NFL have an officiating problem, yes or no? Not that it's perfect or imperfect, but does it have a problem that needs to be addressed? No, I don't think so. Jay, what about the NBA? 
No, I think the Lakers have an officiating problem. I don't think the NBA does. Oh. This is Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. <sighs> is the 49ers quarterback for 2023 on their roster right now? KJM. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Brock Purdy has been taken out of the game. Oh, no. Josh Johnson, the veteran, is in the play quarterback. They were hoping that it was just a sprained UCL that would require six weeks of rest. But the test today showed a tear of the UCL. If this guy's got to have surgery, then there's no doubt in my mind that San Francisco is going after another quarterback. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL. Yeah, we got Dan in the house. Where are these guys? Dan in the house. Bristol. Nice. So Bristol's nice this time of year. What's up, Dan? Play uh, overreaction, not an overreaction with Dan, guys. Okay. That's we, We've been talking all morning. You guys need to speak up. We've been talking what? all morning. There it is. There you go. There it is. About whether or not you still need a super. You, you can win the Super Bowl with a regular guy quarterback like a Brock Purdy, or do you need a Superman like a Jalen Hurts? Right, like. But we didn't really get the answer because Brock Purdy got knocked out of the right. game. So let's play overreaction, not an overreaction, with the man who told me that when Shanahan saw Josh Allen, he thought, I need me one of those, and goes out and gets Trey Lance, right? So here's the first question on overreaction, not an overreaction, Dan. The 49ers quarterback for 2023 is on the roster right now. I think it's not an overreaction. I hear Chris Canty there saying they have to go out and get someone, and I think they might. But I also think there's a strong possibility that between Brock Purdy and Trey Lance, they feel like they have their starter for 2023. Uh, A lot depends on health. Purdy's going to be coming off a major injury, and so is Lance. His happened early in the season, so there's optimism he'll be healthy, but they don't know for sure. And it's a rehab offseason for a young player who's still developing. So they may have to go out and address it with a veteran. But, I, I mean, I know they like both of those guys a lot. There have been at times this year they felt like Trey Lance was their starter going forward, and that you know Brock Purdy could have been their starter next year. So strong options for them, depending obviously on the health. 
Yeah, I would say that it's not an overreaction. But much like Dan said, when you start to think about who's on the roster, the health issues, I do believe they are going to pursue someone like a Tom Brady, even mm. a car to an extent. Brady most likely because you got two young quarterbacks on rookie deals. It certainly will allow them to evaluate these guys in 24, 25 and see where the future goes for them. So if you can land a Tom Brady, I believe that they'll certainly go and try and do it. Yeah, I'm with both you guys on that, like especially the Tom Brady kick, just or Derek Carr maybe even if that fits. But it's with George Kittle being injury prone, with CMC being injury prone. Like these are the staple pieces of your team. You you need Bosa as well. You need – a quarterback that can help you get over the hump now as opposed to waiting three to four years. Yeah, I'm with Key and Jay on this, and, and like, yes, it's not an overreaction. However, right, there's a good shot, I think, Brady at least. But it is interesting to me that we, as we were discussing this throughout the morning, Dan, and talking about do you need a Superman or can you do it with a regular guy, the issue of kind of multiple quarterbacks on the roster who help mm. you, Wentz and Foles. Wentz more like the Superman guy, Foles that steady Eddie guy who came through in the clutch. Yeah. And even to an extent, Osweiler, who was not good, and Peyton, who wasn't good anymore, but at least could make right. good decisions. So, so they do have that on the Niners. They have the guy with extra ability in Trey Lance, and they have a guy who has experience game managing now at a very good level in Brock Purdy. Yeah, you have to be exceptional otherwise, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to have the, right. like the depth that the Eagles had that year or – you know, the defense that the Broncos had that year. Like that, you need something like that. But I think you can make the case the 49ers had that this year and, and just ran out of quarterback. Niners need to plug the O line a little bit. Sure. They need to plug on the interior. Everyone should always be doing that. No question. The f- so officiating, overreaction or not an overreaction? Officiating cost the Bengals the game. Well, it's an overreaction, as it, as it almost always is uh, when someone says that about a game. I mean, look, the Bengals had opportunities. You got it. I mean, you got to give more credit than we're giving to the Chiefs' defense for for stopping the Bengals when they, you know, when the momentum had kind of turned their way. And Joe Burrow gets the ball back, and you're thinking, "Oh, here we go!" Right? He's going to go down the field. The Chiefs made some plays. Uh, Chris Jones was the best player on the field in, in a game that had Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. In, I mean, like, in line. like that was so. So I think it's a lot to say. I mean, there were calls earlier in the game that went Cincinnati's way that the Chiefs fans were upset about. So, no, I, I think, as as always, that's a, that's an overreaction. Yeah, it's such an overreaction because the referees didn't push Patrick Mahomes out of bounds late and get a 15-yard penalty. So, <laughs> look, at the, at the end of the day, the officiating is the officiating. You're going to always have people from a fan's perspective disagree in certain situations. Dan, you're right. Chris Jones and Frank Clark own the offensive line and harass Joe Burrow pretty much all night long. That's what cost him. I thought both the NFC and the AFC championship games were poorly officiated. So my thing is, if it's even across the board, just find a way to win the game when it matters the most. That's simple to me. You know, I agree, Dan. I thought it's a great point about the defense. Spagnola, who's taken a lot of guff mm-hmm. from people through the season, but I think I think it was Romo who touched on it during the game. And as a longtime Giants fan, I, I can Romo tell t- you. What did Romo touch on the to- Never mind. Go ahead, Matt. And as a longtime Giants fan, I can tell you that Spagnola's regular season defense early versus his defenses later in the year, and especially in the playoffs, two different things. And 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 the Spagnola defense came through yes. in the clutch as it often does in the playoffs. He has shown an ability and in Kansas City as well to get that defense playing at its best in the biggest games. Think about what he's doing. The rookies, so many rookies on that side of the ball. They're yes. starting three rookies in the secondary. Two of them had interceptions. Karloftis, the first-round rookie, had a sack. I mean, like, the, the, it, it was impressive. They're getting a lot of contributions. We can talk about this, and I'm sure we will over the next couple of weeks. The, the Chiefs 
are like an earlier in their window than the Eagles are when you look at the roster insane. and how many young players they're getting contributions I know from. one thing, it's Dan incredible. Spags almost made me jump through the TV late in the game on that uh, third in a million, it was, and they picked up the first down. Yeah. I'm like, and I was telling Booger McFarland, we were watching the game together, I said, he better not get into a coverage that's going to cost yeah. him. He got yeah, into a coverage that did. almost cost him. And, and, but, Dan, to your point, the, the Chiefs, man, they got a first, a second, a third, two fourths, a six. Like, it, they have so much depth. I mean, wh- where the hell are they going? They ain't going nowhere yeah, for a long yeah. time. And they're, they're pretty, pretty set at quarterback, too. Oh, and they got goodness. a good old line. <laughs> I mean, think yeah, about really this. Yeah, really good old line. Like a, Carl like is interesting because he was at the end of the first round. Yep. Hey, can he be a guy? Yep. And it took them a lot of the year, and then the answer was yes, ultimately. Yeah, they, they they did a good job sticking with their rookies through some tough times earlier this year. Even like go, Sky Moore was demoted off a punt return because he kept dropping the ball. He, he comes up with the, the the biggest punt return of the year to set up the game winning field Just goal. Just a right? good organization yeah. with so far through five years of his career, the greatest quarterback through five years mm-hmm. who ever lived. If Aaron Rodgers is traded. The Jets should be considered the favorites to land them. Overreaction, not an overreaction. Oh, I don't think that's an overreaction. I mean, when you think about the, their need, uh, the strength of their roster otherwise, the connections uh, he has on the coaching staff, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. If he ends up being traded, I, I think that's a, that's a spot a lot of people are watching very closely. It's a reaction, not an overreaction, hmm. because that is exactly what they should do. They should go and get... Aaron Rodgers, whatever it takes, as Woody Johnson, the owner, said, we'll do whatever. Just do it then. Let's go. We know what your problems are. You cannot fix. There's only two options for them. Two, Dan. Number one is Aaron Rodgers, and number two is Derek Carr. Outside of that, nothing else. It's overreaction for me. And I'll say this because do we really think Aaron Rodgers and the way he deals with the press wants to be involved on a day-to-day basis with New York press and media. Do we think really? that about Derek Carr? I, I didn't say that about Derek Carr. I'm just saying Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, man. Ayahuasca, whatever you want to do. He doesn't, he doesn't strike me as a person that wants to be in the grit and grind of what comes along with this city every single day and the ups and downs that the media takes you on that ride. He doesn't want to do that. I think that's a great point you yeah, make, Jay. You right. But it is one data point. I don't know if you ever heard that expression being tossed around. <laughs> And I don't know if that ca- maybe that maybe that carries the day, but I don't know. There's a lot of consi- a lot of things to consider, so so you can put that in your vocabulary, Jay. One yes. data point. Data point. Yes. Yes. I'll store that away. Yes. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL. <laughs> the Grazer. We're gonna squeeze one last one just for you, nickname. Dan. Just you for you. If Aaron Rodgers, no, 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 no. I already did. If Aaron Rodgers is traded, we have to yes, break. Yes, you did. We were yeah, good there was one more I wanted to get to about the Cowboys, but it's time to go to break. Yeah, we'll talk about the Cowboys another time. I'm sure. I don't think, of you know, this is it. I was told that this is the last chance we ever have to talk about the Dallas Cowboys on ESPN. Significant, what? Significant program. I thought decisions. I was finally going to get to squeeze the Cowboys into a segment, and I didn't get to do it. When am I going to get to talk about major, the Cowboys, damn it? Major philosophy shift. Hey, D-Dog, yeah. thanks for joining Who's us, man. D-Dog, hey, stop. What? What dog? D-Dog? Now you're calling him what? D-Dog? Please stop calling him Grazer and D-Dog. That's his D-Dog. D-Dog. It was D-Dog. <laughs> Keep, come up the worst what's up, D? He keep, called me keep, J-Bob. Keep swinging, man. man. You'll hit one of these eventually. Is an MVP super cool. caliber quarterback still a must in today's D-Bob. NFL? Keyshawn J. Will That Max. was a D-Bob.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's l e c t r i c ebikes.com. The Keyshawn J Will and Max podcast. Keyshawn J Will and Max. Can you still win an in the NFL without an MVP caliber quarterback. Bryce in Hampton, Virginia. You do have to have an MVP, MVP caliber quarterback to make it to the Super Bowl in today's game. But he is right, too. You don't have to have it to win it. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance and joined now by Chris Canty. Wait, before CC, what's up, first off? And, and secondly, I got to tell people, if, if you can't see us right now, we're in E2. And and looking at the screen, because we're in Bristol, and obviously Chris Canty and Max are in New York. First. But, but looking at the picture, you guys, it, this is literally like Muggsy Bowe standing next to Shaq. That's how <laughs> Mac looks next to Chris Canty. That's no, like you no, and no, Keith. JJ, JJ, it's actually more like Joel Embiid standing next to Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. <laughs> Did you see that at the Unison <laughs> Championship game? I saw that, That's like That's like Key and Jay. Look, same thing. Same thing. No, it ain't, no, it ain't the same thing, Max. Why you got? Why you on the edge of your seat with both your feet on the ground? What are you talking about? This is the way I sit as soon as Jay did it. Every time Canty comes in, I got to look. Wait, am I wearing <laughs> He does it every and, single time. Yeah, and then yeah, I'm wearing dirty kicks. And, then, and now with Jay, I got to oh, my feet on the floor. I got to put them on the floor. Got me paranoid. Uh, all right, Chris Canty, host of the sensational Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, is with us now. Chris, we've been talking all morning. Yep. Do you need, I know once upon a time you could win with Trent Dilfer, Right. But nowadays, it feels like you kind of need Superman at quarterback. Yeah. Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, and of course, Superman himself, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Where are you on this? Do you need a guy? We've, we've varied the definition. Like, do you need an MVP caliber no, you quarterback? You varied the definition. That's right. Or at least a guy who one day might be considered for the Hall of Fame in order to win a Super Bowl. That means getting there and winning it. I'm going to say yes, Max. I mean, look at the divisional round, right? The final eight teams in the National Football League uh, uh, playing in the playoffs. I mean, six of the eight quarterbacks, you would say, have Pro Bowl, all pro potential. So it just it feels like it's, it's evolved to the point where you need a guy that can be a difference maker, multidimensional, somebody that's dynamic. And, you know, if you don't have that guy, the margin for error in terms of your team being able to compete at the highest level – is so slim. It's so hard. I'm with you, you exactly. Have the, you have to have yeah. the perfect confluence of events in order to get the guys like Nick Foles, like a Joe Flacco, to win a championship. And that hasn't happened in a minute even. Chris even Kent, Nick that, Foles that, hasn't happened in a minute. A minute, minute, man. Yeah. A minute, Chris minute. Kent, I exactly that's, agree that's, with Chris. That's what I said earlier. Key, your rebuttal. No, I, there's no rebuttal. You guys are right. I'm wrong. 
I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pout and take my ball He's home. Getting salty. <laughs> because every every single quarterback that makes a deep run into the playoffs, every single one, is probably going to go to the Pro Bowl because their teams are good, which means they're good, which means they're doing their job. So therefore, they're gonna make a nice little run. Brock Purdy made a nice run. If Brock Purdy played twelve games. He probably would have gotten voted into the Pro Bowl, but he only played seven regular season games. We don't know what that would end result would have been because guess what? He didn't finish the game at the level that they thought he would based on his injury. So I don't I as I said before, Canty, the quarterback position has changed in style of play. Mm-hmm. There is no more statues really, no more sub zeros really. Everybody yeah. can become somewhat of a dual threat with legs and arm strength and mind. That is where we're at now, where in the past it was all about quarterback, pocket, all that sort of stuff. It has nothing to do with with what their ability is. It's the style of play. I don't know if it's just the style of play, Key. And the thing that, that, that I look at is can the quarterback dictate to the defense in terms of the coverages that can be run, the different fronts that can be run, without getting too far in the weeds, too far in the base, uh, um, uh, inside baseball. I, I think it's a matter of the quarterback creating so many different challenges for opposing defenses mm-hmm. that – it almost creates those opportunities where offenses are unstoppable. Similar to what we saw with Jalen Hurts this year, what we saw from Lamar Jackson in 2019 when he won an MVP, what we saw from Pat Mahomes the season he threw 50-plus touchdowns. Like Those things, it's not just about the quarterback's movement skills. It's about his overall ability to always make an offense right. What key, what you're saying, that, when you say the style, style of, play, of play, when you is say, that not? When you say style of play has well, changed, well, it's changed Mahomes, on Mahomes multiple and Lamar abilities. Jackson don't play the same kind of game, Key. Lamar, Lamar Jackson can run and get out of harm's way. Patrick Mahomes just displayed to us on a one leg that he can get out of harm's way and make plays with his legs. Right, he's better than one dimensional Drew quarterback. Drew could not, where Tom Brady could not. The style of play has changed. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing that the style of play has changed. But so, just so with the style of play changing, though, Canty, it points to everything that you just said. Making plays that's very difficult for defenses to make adjustments to. That makes you better. Yeah, yeah but, but here's but here's the thing. I, I don't think anybody's looking at Pat Mahomes and saying, "Hey, man, it, it, it's his mobility that separates him." What makes Pat Mahomes special is that he has all of these arm angles that he can throw the football. He can throw against his body. He has the arm talent, even on one leg, to drive the football down the field. Those are the things that separate him. Lamar Jackson, obviously, his wheels. Jalen Hurts, obviously, his wheels. Like, there are different aspects of this. There are different levels to this. Yes, Pat Mahomes is a mobile quarterback, but I don't think you're comparing Pat Mahomes' running ability to Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, or other quarterbacks. No, the style style of play, Canty, when I say style of play, is getting out of harm's way. It's getting out of harm's way. It's not sitting there to allow you at 6'8", 330 to barrel down on him. He can get out of the way when he when you come breathing down his neck. Where in the past, that wasn't the case. If we go up and down, we go up and down each league, each division, each conference. Uh, and you look at these quarterbacks that are making hay, whether it's Josh Allen, whether it's Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, uh, uh, to a degree, we could take a look at Tua to a degree. Getting out of harm's way 
is change from the past where guys are sitting there like sitting ducks. Yeah, but that's table stakes, though, Key. Like, I mean, think about how you play defense now. It's all about the pass rushers. The second highest paid position in the National Football League behind quarterback is edge pass rusher. There's a reason for that. So your quarterbacks, by necessity, have to be able to move, but there's levels to what guys can do in terms of their overall movement skills. All I'm simply saying is based on the rules of the game today and how it's played and how it's officiated and how defenses are personneled to stop the pass more than the run, you need a quarterback that's dynamic, that can challenge the defense in different ways. I just need to add key. What you are saying, when you package, in, in addition to everything else a quarterback <laughs> has to do, you make them mobile, you just made them better. The quarterback, the plays out, they're better players. They can do all the things quarterbacks used to be able to do, and they're bigger, stronger, faster. They can run. That makes them better. That means you need a better quarterback. So but, here, but here's the thing, though, Max, and I'm glad you brought that up. Just because you're a mobile quarterback don't mean you can play football. Right. It doesn't mean you're yeah. good. Like Marcus yeah, right. Bo- Mariota is a mobile quarterback. There you he, go. He ain't, he ain't a franchise guy. So, I mean, it just it, it's not just about being able to move around that makes you special. You've got to do all this stuff, and you have to move. Exactly. So, so CeCe, <laughs> over the past 10 years, we've had Joe Flacco, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Nick Foles, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford. <laughs> a lot of Tom Brady's there. Yeah, but that's so what I'm saying. So, so, is, so right? it's like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I get the conversation then, you know, uh, revolves around, well, who got to the Super Bowl? But I look at who won the Super Bowl. I'm like, oh, I see Hall of Famers winning Super Bowls around here. I see Hall of Famers. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong, Jay. Okay. You're not wrong, man. Th- listen, the NFL has set it up where the quarterback has never been more important than he is in today's game. That. That's what the league did. They can't. want quarterbacks just, to be the marquee. So if you don't have one that can be a force multiplier, then you're going to have some problems being able to get over the hump. Ask the Dallas Cowboys with Dak Prescott. If you don't have a guy that can elevate the play of those around him, if you don't have a guy when both teams roster-wise are on the same level in terms of talent, then you got a problem, Max. That's what it is. That's right. why Kyle Shanahan went out and burned three first-round draft picks in order to get Trey Lance. Yes! It was the potential that Trey Lance could be a force multiplier, a guy that could drive the car, not a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo that was a passenger. I feel I feel bad for all of these other quarterbacks catching strays, Marcus Mariota and Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't want <laughs> collateral to damage because to play quarterback in the NFL is damn hard to do. But you understand where I'm going of with course. this. You gotta have a guy that's special. Chris, that's today's game. Apparently, we found a picture of Key and Jay sitting together. Where no, 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 no. This is you and Chris. That's Canty. you and that's you and, no, there, that's it you and there it is. Look at little there baby Max. He's so cute. No, that, that's Key and Jay. That's, that's Key and Jay. Yeah. Key, and Jay. Key and I almost look. I mean, Key taller than me, six four, six two. But Cece, don't Jay, get it twisted. Come on, man. Max is over there. Max is not even six Have you seen Max shoot a free throw or do anything athletic at all? Jeans alone. Key, Key, who is the shortest person on the show? Max. Probably, in, in all honesty. Yeah. It's, it's not even a hard decision. No, it's probably y'all. me. I admit it. It's probably me. Uh, what do you mean probably? probably. There you go, what do you Max? mean I probably? Probably Max. Chris Manti. Probably Max. So, hold on. Are we going to include Michael Rubin in that picture, too? Because he was standing right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, so you would be Michael Rubin. <laughs> yes, I would be Michael Rubin. Jay would be Kevin Hart. Joel Embiid. Okay, got it. I'm good. I'm good. You make me my. I'm good. You're good? You hooked me up. Man. Chris Canty, host of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. They just lost. I know. I'm just being a fan. You know, fans would say that. Orlando. But fans would say that. Why is he there? Oh, but the regular season doesn't matter, right? Hey, I got a big question, guys, and, and Key, I know you've been pondering this. I don't even know if you got the answer. Why hasn't Eric Biennemi 
Oh, I thought we were going to talk head basketball. coaching job in the NFL. What? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. to the NBA? That's what I heard. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. At the very least, if you play in the AFC... You will see the Chiefs in the championship game, and you will have to go to Arrowhead. And it is Arrowhead. Hey, 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 well, well. Come on, Max. Hey, hey, Come on, Max. West. Hey, hey, Let's go, Max. I need you to clap. Where's the overbite, Max? Let's go. Hey, hey, I'm not. I will not be pressured. Put your hands up. Do something. Oh, yeah, Look man. somewhat athletic. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Max scared. Max scared. If he move his, he move his arms, he go, something's going to go wrong with his elbow. He's going to have to have Tommy John surgery. You ain't lying. UCL. UCL. Yeah, UCL. Uh, UCL acting up. Hold on, dog. Here's the question, and I don't know if you have Where an answer, Keith. Why time. hasn't Eric Bieniemy? I don't know. Gotten don't know. a head coaching job in the Keith, NFL? Keith, take it away. I have no idea. I have no, I have, I don't, I'm really, I don't even know how to, I don't know. Is he the worst interviewer of all, like, is he the worst interview ever? When they sit down and talk to him, is it, what, let me, what is he Max, doing? Is like let, Will Ferrell and uh, Step Brothers? Well, like, let here, me say this what, before Key gives his answer. Go ahead. You have Patrick Mahomes, yeah. one of the most prolific quarterbacks of all time. If not, maybe in this five-year span, like Max has said multiple times, probably the best resume thus far in a five-year span. How the hell does a guy like that not get a head coaching job? I don't know, but how does but that happen? You you asked the guy. I don't know. I have no idea. You asked a question about his interview skills. Mm-hmm. Have you talked to some of these head coaches in general? Like, just had a conversation with some of them, and you're telling me some of these dudes interview well. I'm trying to figure so, out what it so, is. So you really honestly telling me some of these dudes interview well? So I'm gonna hire you based on an interview, even though, like Jay said, you've coached and you've touched Patrick Mahomes. You not only played in the National Football League, but you can't get an opportunity. You've been one of the uh, – damn that, whether he called the plays or not. You've been one of the instrumental pieces of an offense that has been prolific over the last six years or so that I can think of, five years or so that I can think of, in the National Football League, and you can't get – a head coaching job. It's just it, it's and Max, it's mind boggling to me. The fact that the conversation is going to the point of does he need to go somewhere else, Key, to prove himself? Anywhere else he would go would be a downgrade to where he is now. Unless he, unless they find uh, out that he and we don't know this that he's got 
people tied up in the basement, chainsawed. He done killed all these different people. He done robbed a lot of banks. He's uh, smuggling drugs all over the world. And uh, Unless that's the case, I don't know what the damn problem is. Well, listen, the elephant in the room, the obvious question, and Eric Biennemi's black. But that's not the obvious question. Hold on, hold on. The point is, the reason it is it is relevant is because in a league that is 75% black, there are almost no black head but coaches. That, but yeah, I but, understand but, that. So, but, Max, but Max Byron left Max, last year could have gotten a job. And D'Amico's and, and getting one this year. D'Amico's getting one this year. Hold on. Offensive coordinators, the league is in that direction. Those are the guys getting head coaching jobs by a vast majority, of a, a huge percentage. I don't. And, that statistic don't mean nothing and, to me. But go ahead. Well, it is the truth. But, it but, doesn't but, mean but, anything but, to but, me. But, so if they're offensive coordinators, one of the arguments has been that it's in a subtle way. There's this idea that well, offensive coordinator means math and science and analytics, and that is not the domain of the black coach, right? Like that is the stereotype Max, that. Max. That I, is being fought against. No, I, Max, no, I, I want to say this. I, like, I as a that, black Max. person, trust me, I would be the first to say, oh, that, that, that feels funky there. Mm-hmm. This feels different to me with Eric. Am, In other words, I, it's extra. Yeah, it doesn't feel Make like sure it's like black. a. I know what you mean, It doesn't Jay. feel like it's that at all. Like, no, I, mean, I don't know about it's at that. all. I this feels, all. This feels something extra added on that is different, that is stopping yeah, him from getting a head coaching job. We just don't know what the something is because, in my opinion— the 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 excuse that he is a black coach that's the reason he can't get a job now I'm over that I used that for the last couple of years I'm I'm beyond that now right in other words it, I'm, it, I'm it, over it Max because D'Amico's getting a job Le- Leftwich had an opportunity Lovey Smith got a job I just I am like I understand what you know, you're saying the reason if I you want to count up. if you want to count which I do uh, McDaniel down in Miami got a job. And when you talk about these offensive coordinators getting jobs, there's other people that were offensive coordinators getting jobs too that never called plays. Zach Taylor got a job. He didn't call the plays. And then when you look at Matt LaFleur, you know what Matt LaFleur offense was in Tennessee? For God, Nathaniel Hackett got a job. The reason I bring up the component of race is that I agree with you that it exists, but this seems beyond that. It seems like there's something extra with Biennemi. There does not seem to be interest maybe, in him maybe, as a head coach. Maybe when he interviews, his staff isn't what they want. Maybe he wants to say, hey, I got Jay Will and Keyshawn and Max on the staff, and they're like, no, we don't want that staff. And he is reluctant to change because that's part what? of the interview. Part of the interview is – they want to know your staff. They want to know what you want to do, all those sort of things. And maybe when he's presenting it, it's not to the liking of some of the owners and general managers, presidents of these teams. I really don't know. I, I wish he would get a job, but, you know, it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon, and it would be unfortunate because he's probably one of the brighter minds in this league, and unfortunately he is not getting the opportunity to, to, to carry his own team, so to speak. And I know he's an Andy Reid guy, but also when his contract came up, like they had a little bit of a weird timing perspective on his contract, man. Like it, it just led to a lot of people that we know as football insiders gleaning into saying, well, there might be something there. Like I, you, you hear little things about that, about, well, we can't get a job anywhere else, Andy Reid doing the right thing, keeping him on board. It makes you question around whether he would ever get a job outside of Kansas City. Can you still win in the NFL 
without having a top quarterback. An MVP caliber quarterback. A guy who will one day be considered for the Hall of Fame. And with the possibility of Mike McCarthy calling plays in Dallas, is he coaching for his job next season? Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.